Alyssa here. Just want to make a quick note. Our guest today is the very funny Andy Lane. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Real Chills Podcast. Real scary. Real silly. Real Real stories. Real Chills is a podcast of true paranormal stories hosted by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Two comics who want to know more about the strange shit that goes on in the world. Each episode, we invite a guest to share their real stories. We talk about shadow people. Aliens. Encounters with cryptids. Psychic twins. Unexplained happenings. And of course, ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. What's that? You want more? We also bring up hot topics in paranormal news and play spooky slash goofy games with our guests. Let's get to it. When you first move away from home and move into a dorm room setting, I think a lot of people, at least for me, you look at that as that is your room. That is your bed. That's where you sleep. But you don't necessarily realize that that has also been the place where they live and sleep for other people. I remember when I was in college, I realized that I went to a school that J.D. Salinger went to. And... I had also spent a lot of time on the campus of Valley Forge Military Academy, and he went there. And it's one of those things where everyone always talks about, like, he, you know, he, he failed out of here because he was already writing the character of Holden Caulfield, even then. And that's not true. He did it at NYU, but he got kicked out of Valley Forge Military Academy, and he went to where I went to college. And I lived a few rooms over from where he lived. But that was when I first realized, like, oh, generations of people have been coming to these rooms and living there. And you forget about that. But the story I want to tell you guys is about when I went to high school. I went to, to a boarding school. The school is old. I was living at the time in one of the dorms. It was the first building built on campus. The students actually arrived for the first year of the school, and there were no buildings. It was July, and there was nothing. Wow. So the first thing they had to do was these kids, ages from like 16 down to like fifth, fourth and fifth grade, had to build this building to live in. And then they built the main schoolhouse and all that. So this building's been around for a while. And this was, that was in, that was a hundred years ago, literally a hundred years ago now. And years and years of kids coming. And this was a school that originally was for poor fatherless boys, kids coming from a rough background. Maybe there was a new man in the picture, maybe not. Lots of rough times. There are always stories about the old place. It was on a farm. Lots Mm -hmm. of stories about that and farm animals. There was also lots of stories about what happened when kids were sad because this was, I mean, I still went there in the time when if you were were bullied badly and if there was a problem, then they would just shut one of the doors and the seniors would watch and then you and the other kid would just go until everyone decided that it had gotten enough. So imagine what that was like in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. There are always stories about the, the Good Shepherd dorm kid hung himself in the 70s a kid slid his wrists over in st martin's and whatever but there was a story about this particular dorm that i was in that was called woodside cottage and there's a story about a very little kid whose mother might have sent him to school too young back then the youngest was fifth grade the school took and this kid was always very small you know you live there and you go to school all day and you play sports and then you come back and study go to sleep i mean your day starts at like 6 a.m and goes until like 11 o'clock at night you're dead mm. so you just you're going through days 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 but i when it got to wrestling season i got all out of whack always because i was always cutting a lot of weight and i would sleep weird mm-hmm. so i'd get up in the middle of the night and there was just sometimes you would feel it when you know, i would leave my room and go out into the hallways i had to walk i lived in the back and then you had to walk up this l-shaped pattern towards the bathroom and then come back and the carpeting, it was that kind of carpeting that was in like my grandparents' house where there's hardwood underneath it, but like there's just carpeting yeah. on top. But this was no hardwood. You could see like the imprint of, of like generations of just, this was just like, you could see like six foot by four foot particle board segments that makes up on the slats and then the carpeting. And it's, it's an old house. It's rickety. It's still settling after all this time. One night I'm coming back from the bathroom and I just, this fucking thing, like third fourth grader age person height just right past me and i'm it's like it's like three in the morning it's like three in the morning and i'm like what i'm dehydrated i'm cutting weight i have to wrestle the next day i'm pissed off because i was always pissed off then because i couldn't (laughs) eat or drink anything and i went back to sleep i was like that is fucking weird and i didn't think anything about it and 
think this was like a couple weeks later, it's getting towards the end of wrestling season and wake up in the middle of the night and I'm walking and then like I'm just staring at the ground. Like, you know when you stare at the ground at night, you're like, don't trip on anything, it's dark, right. don't turn yeah. on any lights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm on one of these six by four foot slabs. And you can see, like, the, the line where it's an edge. Uh, and the the one that's the next one just drops a little bit, like someone's weight goes on it. Uh, and I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? And I kept it to myself until one night, late at night, I was talking with uh, one of the guys that worked at the school. And a lot of those guys in environments like that, you stay for a year or two and then you leave. Or you stay for, like, 50 years. <laughs> and I was talking with one of these guys. He goes... That's a really weird story because there was a very young kid in the 50s who apparently got bullied really badly. And what he would do is he would just wander the upstairs hallway because he couldn't sleep at night because he wanted, just wanted to go home to his mom more than anything else in the world. And in the end, he got so sad that he hung himself in the bathroom. And I went, thanks a lot. I, um, I, I quit school. Good, good night. And that's the end of that. But eventually, I after school, I went back and I taught at that school. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the ghost stories are still there. Mm-hmm. And But it's it's generations of kids coming, and sometimes someone's younger brother comes and goes, my brother told me, and everyone goes, yeah, bullshit. And one night, kid came into class, and he's living in that same dorm that I lived in. He goes, you know, I got up in the middle of the night last night, took him to the bathroom, and something weird happened. <laughs> oh, no. And I went, you get the fuck out of class. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Get out of here. You failed. <laughs> Go see the headmaster right now, and and that's uh, that's a, that's the story of uh, the upstairs hallway in Woodside. Wow, that's Whew. so good and yeah. so creepy because you live there. Yeah, and you mm. don't even have like your family there. No. Damn. Mm. That alone is horrifying yeah. to me. I, I, I <laughs> How would. Uh, I went when I was fourteen. Fourteen. So and super I when I was eighteen, and I I played a bunch of sports because you had to play sports, but also it was very much a like those like don't be gay environments. So it was yeah. like no, I definitely play a varsity sport all three seasons. So I would just stay because I don't have sports on the weekends. I get dropped off on like September first, and then I'd go to my dad's house for Thanksgiving. I'd see my mom at like Christmas, mm-hmm. and then at Easter. And then I would just I would just be at school the whole time. High school, college. High school, college, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And you think it was that little boy? That yeah. I remember him, like, vaguely having, like, a bowl you cut. You saw him? Like, I, I don't know if that's, like, it's something I dreamed later or not, but I remember vaguely, like, Still, even dumb little it, boy like, bowl cut. You're like, I'm getting the vibe of a bowl cut? <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't say for sure. I mean, he cried for his mother. He had a bowl cut. cut. <laughs> that's so sad. That's crazy. God, the environment of just... It was all dudes, right? All dudes. all dudes. school? Yeah. Damn. They don't have middle schoolers. They had middle school there when I went. I didn't go there for middle school, but they don't have that anymore now. It's uh, 9 to 12. Mm-hmm. So that other kid, did he have... Did he actually see a ghost? Did he say that to you? Like, yeah, I, I absolutely heard that um, with that and then other places that I had no experience with. Dang. Wow. That's crazy. Because all of those... So I did... Like, for the next portion, I did a lot of research, and it seems like every boarding school in the U.S. is super old, therefore super haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, those are the oldest. But. Can we just talk about how the fact that these kids had to build the first building so yeah. they could go to That's school? That's crazy. Like, what yeah. a punishment. Yeah. yeah, right? You're building your, your own yeah, school. Yeah, you're like, mm-hmm. I built this place. Of course I'm going to fucking haunt it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I own this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh farm animal. I wrote so many things down. Farm animals and I sad have, kids. Yeah, I have farm animal stories. Do you mean like, what are the farm animals? Oh, uh, it's oh, it's the story of like any place that's rural and there's no girls. Oh, hooking whether up. it be a, a farm in Pennsylvania or Afghanistan. Okay, I was wondering. Every, I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, there was this no. enchanted sheep. That's what I thought you meant. No, too. I thought maybe the. No, there's always were, like, a joke about like someone's something. going out there and getting cow pussy, guys. Like, ew. Oh. <laughs> Just the phrase farm cow pussies. I mean, if you have middle schoolers near a farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I also wrote down Fight Club School. Uh, yeah, I, that absolutely happened. I can't yeah. believe that either. I get. I there's got to be so much negative energy because mm-hmm. there's. So so much like hormonal shit mm. going on and mm. it's like such a bad environment it was it was a much rougher school back when yeah. i was there and they just stopped like purposely like stopped allowing kids that like looked like they might like have any alpha at all like they're it, the kids are now are very soft compared oh good like there's next to like no fight <laughs> left uh-huh um but yeah we i mean but we also like the 
the area around it didn't want us there. Mm-hmm. They were fine with me because I was white. They this place aggressively did not like all these black. I yeah. it was a minority majority school. So when we went to the mall on like the weekend trip to like you know buy deodorant and shit and then hit on girls, mm-hmm. the dads did not like us. And Checklist buy deodorant. That was the us. only reason we went. <laughs> we went, but like kids from like the public schools would fuck with us, and it was like legitimately like like adults who weren't allowed to say this. They would be like, "Look, we're not allowed to say this anymore." But if anyone fucks with any of you, you beat the fuck out of that kid. <laughs> wow. And that would, it wouldn't happen. It happened at least once a year where someone, like, their girl found out their girlfriend was talking to one of us and then saw us there. And then, you know, you yeah. Yeah, outside the Hollister, someone's getting suplexed. <laughs> if and when I was a teenage girl, I wanted nothing more than to encounter a group of I know, young men. Right? From a private academy. Damn, yeah. we should have been checking out these. Valley Forge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, well, I didn't. I just, we played them for sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was a different school. We wore like the Happy Days letter sweaters. We were very. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. really cute. Yeah. No I, wonder you all were you bullying each other. I was, yeah, right? I get why you're. Do you have a picture that we can put on the website? you in one of those jackets uh it's okay if you don't i could i could send you like my senior year portrait but it, it, it portrait yeah so oh fancy. yeah my, my picture still is in the, the main hallway wow uh oh but God. i looked i look very different i i loved the part that you opened with about how you don't realize and this could be said mm. about even your home it's terrifying yeah you don't think about that the mm. generations mm. of yeah. other people just existing oh, yeah. in your space mm-hmm. it's creepy i i live in a house right now that is over 120 years old mm. uh and it has had you can mm-hmm. tell had several like additions put onto it mm. of questionable legality in the building (laughs) over the years not to brag but the house that we're sitting in now our landlord his grandfather built this house for our landlord's mom Mm -hmm. when she got married so we're only the second occupants in this house. Oh, mm. so you don't have to accept yeah. his but mom. Our, yeah, yeah, yeah. His so whole family lives here. Gone. His mom, who passed recently, she was a very nice person, apparently. But our third floor is locked, so we're sure it's haunted. That's oh. so creepy. We've been up there once before. How's it look? Is it spooky up there? Mm, it's a regular attic, but well, there are... Well, Meg, like they a... locked the door behind them when they left. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still locked. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. But even that, it's kind of just like... Yeah, mm. unless you get a house brand new. But even then, you're like, what? What was here before that? Yeah, it, it all depends on like what you're afraid of. Like, yeah, I, like, everything. Germs. Yeah. Germs. Like, yeah, I'm afraid of. Think of all the people who lived here before and all their yeah. germs. Yeah. Okay, I'm afraid of very, like, basic stuff, like stuff that you should like. Feel like the, like your dad would tell you like you got to get over this shit when you're like three, and I just like never got over it never told him oh, like, no. I, like the dark uh mm. is huge for me mm-hmm. the ocean mm-hmm. any, any, oh, anything of like I'm the unknown like space are you scared of space oh if i can visualize it okay no the thing is it's, it's the unknown like when you look in the ocean you're like i'm waist deep and from the waist up i'm good mm-hmm. but if i can't see my feet i'm like what the fuck is underneath mm-hmm. there or I, I, the dark is like Ugh, I know in my head, I know that there's not someone around the corner when I go to the bathroom who's going to stab me in the kidney. It's a very specific thing. You saw a ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah Anything yeah. is possible. But, well, and like an actual person who's mm-hmm. going to do that. I know they're not there, but I'm also certain that they're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have to, but I also like have to like control it. I'm like, no, I'm mm-hmm. not going to let this thing that I know is there beat me. So mm-hmm. I have to like, overcome it. I have time. to overcome it. Yeah, every time. Whether I have yeah. to pee or not, I'm going around that corner of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. The bottom of a Pringles can? Unknown. You just don't know what's down there. Oh, God. You just changed. Is it chips? Right. I'm <laughs> Is not, it crumbs? I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm not kidding. That's, I'm never going to Pringles again. <laughs> I'm a, I'm no, a, you can flip the can and like let it... I, I will have to like look inside. Yeah. What was time. it? No, just the fact that like you can't see the bottom of a yeah, Pringles yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. The answer is spiders, Megan. Spider? It's, yeah. it's spiders. That's what I thought that he had actually encountered something. Of like <laughs> a monster. No. Man. I just ignore it. Like, my house is super creepy. Mm-hmm. There's one room that, like, if you're sitting in the living room, it's, like, out of the corner of your eye. You just see things, like, mm-hmm. darting back. Like, mm-hmm. you see movement, and mm-hmm. it's one of the oldest parts of the house. So, like, you just ignore it. You're yeah. like, ugh. And then, like, I, I don't know if you guys would do this thing, but, like, if you stayed up late and your parents already went to bed, they would always get so mad at me for leaving the lights on mm-hmm. that I would do the sprint or, like, turn oh, the lights yeah, off yeah. and you run, 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 and you mm-hmm. run, and then you run as fast as you can up the stairs so they yep. can't get uh, you. It's and the... then they're like, 
be quiet. Yeah, Why are like, you running through the house? The dogs uh, are barking, and you're like, oh, shit. I, I'm glad you said it, because that makes it... You ever hear that, like, Muhammad Ali quote where he's like, I'm so fast to turn the lights off, and I'm in bed before mm. the light's actually out? That's just Muhammad Ali going, look, I was a <laughs> huge, scared bitch everything. my entire <laughs> life. Heavyweight champion of the world, but I'm you afraid of the here. dark. Yeah. He's a huge, scared bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for this part of the segment, I uh, decided we could do a little some boring school facts. Fun. I didn't know anything about boring schools, yeah. and I have a fun story for you. So, uh, first fact: boarding schools educate their students while they live on the property, but their functions can vary differently from school to school. So some allow their kids to return home every weekend, while others are there for the whole school terms. Like you were here for the whole school term, right, Jenny? Uh, yeah, but that's because mm-hmm. I I play the kind of sports where like right. you had yeah. to go off and do stuff on Saturdays. A lot of kids went home every weekend, and I think in three years there I went home for the weekend twice. Oh, that's crazy. But you bought a lot of deodorant at the mall. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was my takeaway. <laughs> but you got so much time. Yeah, but like, there's no one, like parent there to be like, put this on. So like, I, I, it was all us. Like, I, we rarely wore it. That's crazy, because I feel like all the kids in my public <laughs> just, school didn't wear just, deodorant. Yeah, so yeah. like, yeah. I guess they didn't. See? Similarities all around. Just one, one human race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all together. Boarding schools were highly prevalent in Europe. Uh, in Europe, the practice of sending boys to be taught by literate clergymen began as early as the medieval times. So that's like when you hear about like pages and stuff. That was like the beginning of boarding schools. Mm-hmm. I like how it was literate clergymen. <laughs> like, yeah, they were like, like, you gotta be literate. Yeah, yeah they're like, we can't read, but you can. And they're like, yeah, I definitely can read. Give yeah. me your children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They just sent their kids. They're like, Here's go the thing. for it. People thought like writing was like such a big deal then that it would be like, Oh, yeah, no, yeah, take my child and teach them this <laughs> yeah. magic. I get it, though. Like, You're going to teach my kid magic, right? Leave. Magic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, take my yeah. kid. Um, so I thought this was really funny, and I paraphrase this, but some reasons people cite for sending their children to boarding school are to widen their horizons and meet others who are also super baller. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. That's a direct quote. That's a direct, no, it's not. But, like, but it was basically, like, the, the words were a mm-hmm. lot more fancy, but they are basically saying is to, like, bump elbows with all the other rich kids oh yeah there's there's certain ones uh like around philadelphia most of the boarding schools other than like hill school a little bit are just very philadelphia centric but mm-hmm. there's a bunch in like new jersey that are like central jersey and up and into connecticut that are like are in the new york area where it's like oh no yeah definitely like sons of oil sheiks i went to like, sons of sheiks yeah like i my school i went to the, the second in line to the historical emperors of korea wow. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, who now, they've lived in like a compound in Saudi Arabia with their, I don't know how they have their money, but they've done it for like 150 nice. years. Hmm. See, now you know them. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't talked to that kid once. Since. <laughs> yeah. you know, but did. you could. But you could have. What if you works. get into hmm. a pyramid scheme and then you're like, hey, let's get together for coffee. Yeah. Right? Right, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, at one point I would make, I had a Korean roommate and he just thought I was the dumbest person but, and to annoy him. Uh, I would say that me, I was going to have him and me team up with the kid who is, like, the second in line to the throne that hasn't existed for hundreds of years. We'd be like, we're going to go back, and we're going we're gonna to start this thing over, buddy. <laughs> we're going to... Nice. You and me are the power behind the throne of Quan Moon. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, me and him played a, a JVB uh, soccer together. It's called thirds of the time. Thirds of the time. Yeah, thirds in a school with a high school population of 140 boys. Wow. Wow. You good enough for the first soccer team? No. What about the ones for the kids that sucked? Still no. Still no one after that. Just looking at him like... But also called the B team. Yeah, it's called JVB now. But like... Just want to like look at him like whenever he like miss like a shot, just be like, no wonder your family lost the throne, you fucking oh. loser. <laughs> it came down to a soccer match. <laughs> Boarding schools are actually super prevalent still. In 1998, there were 772 private sector boarding schools in the UK with over 100,000 children attending them. Not as prevalent in the US though, but as I mentioned previously, we do have some super cool old ones. Yeah, so I didn't realize this was still a thing that people did, but in the UK, it's like super popular. Yeah, in America, a lot of even the ones that are old and like really prestigious, a lot of them have like they're putting on airs a lot. Right. Like Woodbury Forest School. What the fuck's a forest That's exactly, school? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but the boarding school, okay, so that, those were all my facts. Um, I didn't want to bore you. No, can we just talk for a second? So, uh-huh. you taught at the school. What subjects did you teach? I, I taught, I was a substitute teacher for, and I would usually do English uh, and social studies, and then I did debate as okay. well. I was on a show that Jeff Jackson does called Schooled, mm-hmm. and... I was with somebody, because we were all teachers, it was like the teacher's edition, and uh, they were saying how they taught at a boarding school, and it was like, it was lawless. <laughs> oh, I heard that. Yeah, the credentials for teacher, it was just like, there's yeah, there's no, no rules. You're, they make their rules. Yeah, yeah, so every eight, six or eight years, I think, uh, middle stage, which is the same thing that accredits colleges and independent high schools, will just have the kids take a test, and the kids are like, this sucks so hard. And they, I had to take it when I was there. And it's like, this doesn't count for your grades. And as soon as you that slips out, everyone there is just crossing their fingers because we need these kids to score high enough that this place goes, oh, no, these kids are totally smart enough. Oh, this, nice. this test they have no stake in that you have them take the day before they go home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, literally, like you're looking at like, I have three more hours of this horse shit. Yeah. And it doesn't affect me in any way. When I get home, I'll finally be at a place where there's a PlayStation. <laughs> right, where there's a PlayStation. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I would, yeah. That was super stressful on, on the entire faculty. How did you contact your family? Because did you have a cell phone? Uh, or did you not, have like was, a floor phone? There was... When I first got there... Um, because I'm, I'm old, we had, like, literally, we would buy phone cards. So the boarding school that I would like to talk about is Elton College. It was founded in 1440 by King Henry VI. Are you sure it's Elton and not Eaton? Can we start over? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the school that every British royal forever. God damn it. It's okay. the most famous school in the world. Yeah. I have it written as Eaton, but I misread it. It's, El- you, it's Elton John's school. school. Yeah. Uh, it is Elton it John's school. He was. Yeah. Yes, Eton, Eton College. Hold on. Start that whole section again. The boarding school I'd like to talk about is Eton College. It was founded in 1440 by King Henry VI. Um, it's still functioning today and has about 320 students that attend. There's many famous people that have attended, including Prince Harry and William, Eddie Redmayne, and also the author um, that is the subject of this paranormal story. His name is Eric Blair, but he was more popularly known as George Orwell. Ooh. Fancy twist, right? <laughs> that his name is different. Twist. <laughs> yeah, that's the twistiest twist. So when Blair was 13 years old, he began attending the school on a scholarship. He was there from 1917 to 1921. He excelled in poetry and writing, but also had begun dabbling in black magic. He first became interested in the occult after reading ghost stories, One that resonated with him involved a maid creating a wax figure of someone she didn't like and stabbing it with a pin, causing that person to die. Was the book title Ghost Stories, or was it just general ghost stories? There were two articles that I read on this, and they both just said many ghost stories. Oh, okay. They didn't say specific books. It wasn't into, like, the Goosebumps series. (laughs) No, yeah. That'd be awesome though this this makes perfect sense though because in especially in old school boarding schools there's only two paths if you're one of like the six nerds that just get bullied on campus you either get super into dark magic (laughs) that's crazy or you go to like a small closet and you smoke clove cigarettes and you become actual beatniks wow wow wow, wow. there's no dungeons and dragons path not historically that came in in the 70s Mm. it's a a new thing but there's still an underlying like black magic thing Mm, especially especially at like the elite girls schools oh oh yeah i get that the the ouija board comes out yeah yeah yeah. for sure Mm -hmm. what else are you gonna do and that's how we all know that blair is a lesbian (laughs) (laughs) well at the school blair became best friends with the now famous historian stephen runciman on runciman's deathbed in 2000 he told the story of how the two used voodoo to curse one of their classmates which side note this guy was born in 1903 and died in 2000 mm-hmm. so he was 97 mm-hmm. and it just that feels so weird to me because he's like a mi- medieval historian like i feel like mm-hmm. it's weird to know that he was alive the same time hit clips were the thing that like i like that, to imagine with that is was my mind like i feel like he's so old i want to imagine that the, the kid that like his classmate that they cursed was actually that king with the stammer from the king's speech right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like i feel like they're so much older but they're not 
Like, I just appreciate the fact that, like, this person lived for 97 years throughout so many important, pivotal moments in mm-hmm. history. And Meg is like, yeah, they were alive when it hit clips. Wow. That's the thing. What's a hit cliff? I know. That's what I said. I thought that Meg said heat cliff. Hit clips are these little tiny, oh, this is so embarrassing. They're these little tiny players that would play about 10 seconds of a popular song. And you could buy little cartridges and get the 10 seconds of any song you wanted. Man, that's like, that's nuts. <laughs> that's, well, it's weird because they were like man, when I think that guy, technology. That guy like saw both World Wars and snap bracelets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How insane! I would is argue that? that snap bracelets are more useful than hit clips. <laughs> Ten <laughs> seconds I mean, of a song. He saw the hit biggest clips? switch in like the most pivotal cultural things ever. He saw Adolf Hitler and Tamagotchi. Like, yeah, that's what I'm... Okay, you're making fun of me, but that's my joke. I, I, I also have a joke. That, I have like a five-minute bit that explores this. Oh, really? Whole subject, oh, dude, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take you. No, no, I'm just... I'm writing it. on stage right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, hit clips were fun because they were like the perfect birthday present for someone you didn't actually like. <laughs> you're like, here's 10 seconds of your favorite that's song. so funny. And you don't get the rest of it's it. It's also the same 10 seconds that you could play on over the preview for over. Amazon. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. He was, it's weird. I just, when I think of these people, I think that they're like ancient, but they were actually within the last 100 years. So Runciman and Blair, who's Orwell, had been picked on by an older kid named Philip York. Philip would threaten and bully both boys constantly. It got to the point that Runciman came up with a plan. He suggested Blair take inspiration from his book and create a voodoo doll of the bully what i can just imagine what would happen if i heard one of these kids like talking, <laughs> talking about that at 13 like just... just hiding under the stairs of the library like <laughs> just look down and be like oh, look i won't be a dickhead but like you guys are fucking losers <laughs> are you and then their you... peer or their teacher oh they're, they're, I'm, they're, I'm their peer i'm wearing okay. the, i'm back wearing the letter sweater again <laughs> how you get cursed you better watch out i'm not I'm wait not. till you hear what happened to philip york before you start making jokes okay <laughs> did, he be, did, he, did he become the grand old duke of York? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, okay. was he the guy who died in Bewitched? Um, I didn't see Bewitched. That's Dick York, right? Dick York. It is. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there were, there were two, there's two, husbands. There two husbands. Yeah. yeah. These Yorks. I know. But neither yeah. of them was this child. I know. So England. <laughs> this Got it. English you know what I like child. about Bewitched? It shows that the 50s were actually the more progressive time because the man was the one that was interchangeable to the show and not the woman. Yay. Mm. just no don't like that bit (laughs) here i just have a quote of his like account this is what he told in a letter like while he was on his deathbed he wrote this (laughs) how how hard was the bullying that he's like his last words are let me tell you about this shithead i went to third grade with he was so scared he was like oh shit we murdered somebody basically so you just gave it I know, I know, but I figured if you're not with us, like obviously some shit happened to this boy. So his quote is: "Our making a wax effigy of an older boy whom we disliked for being unkind to his juniors was, I'm ashamed to say, my idea." Blair found that interesting and willingly collaborated. It was he who molded the melted candle into a very crude human body. He wanted to stick a pin into the heart of our image, but that frightened me, so we compromised by breaking off his right leg. And he did break his leg a few days later playing football, and he died young. Because of the leg or not because that's like a Unre- yeah, unrelated. Oh no, I'll let you know. I'll, that's I taking way facts, too much credit. But I think that's pretty spooky. He broke. They broke the leg off, and a few days later, he broke his leg. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That's weird. I just feel like the fact that they were like, "We're gonna make a crude statue of him out of a candle," is a testament <laughs> to why we need arts and right and private school. It wasn't good. I, also, I just like to imagine him on his deathbed. He said that on his deathbed, he right? Wrote it, yeah. And his like children are sitting around their father, who is not probably a great father because he was so artsy and all, putting his books down there, like. Just tell us you love us one last time. He's like, let me I tell you this one time I had a cuss. huge overreaction. <laughs> and also take way too much credit for something that had nothing to do with me. I also wonder, like, with how poorly nourished I imagine everyone in the 1900s, like, maybe they were just breaking bones left and right. Like, you played football at that time with right? no protection. In the it's a numbers game. Really. Yeah, you're well, this, gonna This is something nerdy I know about Eaton College. They have their own style of football. Okay. Wait, I want to hear more. Tell us more. So football in England is like soccer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And then rugby started at one of these boarding schools called Rugby College, Mm -hmm. where sometime in the 1860s, a kid picked up the ball and ran with it, and everyone was like, fuck that guy, and they all tackled the shit out of him. (laughs) And that's that's literally how rugby and then later down the line football starts. But Eaton has their own game called, like, Eaton Football, Mm -hmm. where there's a ball, and there's two teams of, like, every boy in the school, basically, and... 
I don't think anyone's actually won a game. I think Prince Harry might have won once, but other than that, no one had won the game for like 200 years, where it's like you have to take the ball, and there's no rules, and you just go from like... Your team scores if... I think it's, like, based on, like, school color teams or whatever. Like, the gray team has to touch the ball to, like, the fucking gardener shed. And the other team has to, like, touch it to, like, a brick wall on the other side of this courtyard that every king of England ever has walked across at some point. And they play every year. Fucking nobody wins. But it's incredibly violent and everyone always gets hurt. And he probably broke his leg playing that stupid game. How does nobody win? Fight club school. Fight club school. See? It's only a matter of time, like... Nice callback, Alyssa. They did not That's right. It was very nice. (laughs) Just like that poor, poor child's leg. Yeah. (laughs) Callback to that concept that led me to be literally powerbombed into a wall by a kid three times my size. Oh Oh my gosh. God. Boarding school is so brutal. No wonder it's so haunted. Like, I'm telling you, every, any time, if you Google, like, boarding school paranormal, there's so many, like, every single school is haunted. Yeah. It's all, like, being a teenager, too, so there's, there's a just, lot like, of extra, like, mm-hmm. tortured emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all, we're going back in history. Like, in the last 20, 30 years, teenagers got, like, super, like, soft. Stop or, saying that. I don't think they're, I think they're like, just they're more violent, like They're more, like, maybe? word mean. Some of them are violent, word but, like, the, every... The, <laughs> That's how I describe hey, me. I lived in one of these schools as an adult. <laughs> Did you live in one of these schools as an adult? I've never... There's way less, like, day-to-day that. violence happening. Good. Just psychological. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that like, and they should go back to that. Yeah. But back then, it was just a more violent time. So like, there was all kinds of shit going on. Right. I I know of a story at my high school where they used to not have like ceilings. There were just walls, and then it was open in the rafters. What? So if you like wanted to throw like a football four rooms down with your buddy, you could. Mm. There's one kid who would just his thing was he would take darts <gasps> and fucking throw them up and just see who he hit. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't understand boys at all. Yeah. And that's what's crazy because I think he was, what, 15 at that time? Yeah, something like that. And I'm 15 pining over this dude. Like, why would <laughs> he text me? <laughs> it's because he's throwing darts at his friend. Yeah, he's busy. <laughs> yeah, right? God. <laughs> I only have a little bit more. So he actually... Sorry, I just thought the grossest thing. Of course he's not texting you back. You're far away and the cows are right there. Oh, Meg. God, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it was a cow the whole time. Anyway, so I have a little bit left. York died of acute lymphatic leukemia in July of 1917, so shortly after them creating that wax doll. This event is said to have really frightened both Blair and Runciman. It even could be the cause of why Blair changed his name to Orwell, so that his enemies can't use his real name against him with black magic. Cool, right? No, he's a huge nerd. <laughs> he's a nerd? He's a huge nerd. Dude, I mean, I would be scared. They created this wax thing, and... Am I dumb? I know his name for, like, right... What did he... What was his, Animal like, Farm? Animal Farm. Oh, Animal Farm, okay. In 1984. Oh, that makes perfect sense that he lived through that and then wrote Animal Farm. War of the Worlds. Yep. Was that yeah. him, too? Uh, he did the... I thought that was Orson Welles, wasn't it? It was Orson Welles. Oh. I was confused this, too. I know. I know. It was but still, I mean, super good writer. Super talented. Yeah. Apparently paranoid his whole life about immune to black magic because he changed his name. Yeah. I think he's just paranoid because he got the shit beat out of him all the time as a child, <laughs> and he was cut, every every time he walked around the corner, he was just conditioned as a child to just get punched right in the dick. I don't know if he actually got beat up. He probably. I did. guarantee. He was he in got a boarding school. They said they're in The dark magic kids always got beat. He was little. Up. He was like thirteen. Of course you're gonna believe. Him. Yeah. Yeah, but this guy died of lymphoma. Yeah. Kids have eaten. <laughs> I know that's the thing. It was like you mm. can let it go. Yeah, because it's hundred years it's old. God's on will. Death. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the leg maybe. Like yeah. if you died from the broken leg, mm. maybe that's on you. Yeah, kid just got what was coming to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, that's his. That's fault. so shitty. So I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm gonna but... file this away for whenever I have kids, and just be like, and that's why you don't bully. <laughs> I'm gonna get with you. Do you have any idea how easy it is for a kid to get a needle and some candle wax? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, this is really embarrassing, but, like, I'm kind of bummed I didn't do more black magic when I was, <laughs> like, in middle school and high school. Shut up! <laughs> I feel like he's laughing at me right now, and I don't appreciate it. I'm laughing with, but I am also laughing. <laughs> I'm, I, think I, I think it's both. Well, because, like, you know, it's fun when you're younger and you don't believe it. I believe it, right? Like, I wish I would have, like, like, done dumb. Yeah. Like, pretend I was a witch and stuff, because now that ship has sailed. Wait, you've never pretended you were a witch? Never. Oh. Megan, you have purple hair. You can do black magic anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe I'll start <laughs> like, evil lighting candles. And mm-hmm. shit. Next but... Halloween, Meg, like kids are gonna come to the door, and Megan's just gonna open the door. There's gonna be like a witch's cauldron. <laughs> I'm just like and stirring. Their mom's gonna be like, "Oh, so festive," and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's festive. It's definitely not." <laughs> this is not my ever yeah, but it's gonna be very like Meg style. So it's gonna be like I lit all these Yankee. Candles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? They say things like cat on them, and yeah, I don't know. I because I feel like that is like a a big part of. Like it, like it's like the hijinks that you get into when you're younger. Yeah. Like, and I just, we just never did that. Well, mm-hmm. I live in an incredibly old house, so my parents, even though they pretend they're not superstitious, they're like, we don't do that shit in here. <laughs> There's already stuff here. Don't make them mad. Like no Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. Like don't bring in any outside spirits. We have enough spirits. Yeah, and that's what basically mm-hmm. growing up. That's what it was. They were like, you can't. Yeah. Like they, they just play side and be like, look, you can't do that here. Like. Do you think we got this cat? No, this cat just walked out of the other room one day. And And now it lives here. Not showed her from outside. It showed her from in the house. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. Did you do witchy stuff? Oh, yeah. I have a whole book of like... What? You did too? No, I just know her enough to go, yes, obviously. (laughs) So many friends and I learned um, whatever the the pagan Wiccan like alphabet was and so we would write all of our secret notes <gasps> to each other in the I pagan love like that. alphabet. Oh my yeah. god. I'm we were so big jealous. into the aesthetics of witching. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that we would like thing. set things on fire but with like no intent. We would just be like, we're gonna light all these candles and like burn incense yeah. and then like That's how most of the childhood fires like me and the other kids would light in the woods would go. We light fires. No intentions. No <laughs> intentions. Just, yeah. just yeah. burn shit. Yeah, yeah. Cast spells. Mm-hmm. No, never cast spells. But <laughs> yeah. can I just make one prediction? You guys started doing way less like overtly witchy stuff the second you realized that for like ten dollars you can go see like a punk concert. <laughs> Is that what happened? You give up on it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, nailed it. Wow. The Ouija wow. board goes into the box forever when Alkali Trio leave. comes to town. <laughs> do concerts so i didn't miss that yeah i know i wanted to do that stuff but my mom was like very quick to like shut it down well we were also the same we're the same age roughly like i'm a year older than you i think Mm so we grew up in a weird time where the internet wasn't like the internet no no so it was like impossible to get information so if i wanted to go buy tarot cards you had to go to the store without your parents somehow ask the clerk to unlock the case with right. all of the tarot cards that kids were stealing mm-hmm. and then buy them with money that you didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> it was very awesome. hard to That's get amazing. access to those things. Yeah, like yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't even know what I was doing. I know. Do you, do you say that and feel like the way I feel when I explain like stuff to like kids that are like 22 today because we're doing what we do we have friends that are like 22 and like you don't have any idea how fucking hard my life was compared to yours and just knowing the full well that people that grew up in the 70s are like pussy (laughs) oh yeah to go to the mall to buy tarot cards you walk uphill 10 miles both ways to my dad always brings up encyclopedias and i just don't give a shit he's always like when we had to do a book report we had to take out like eight encyclopedias and go through that shit and i'm like i did, did that your too buy you a set of encyclopedias no chance? no i i would go ask permission from different teachers when i was in elementary school like we had to do like a report on like mm-hmm. somalia and like i was always in like the dumb classroom so like we had world book mm-hmm. and like the, the, this is the, the the classroom that had like the smart students they got like an encyclopedia britannica mm-hmm. so if it's like all right andy you get to choose somalia open a world book and it's like there's two paragraphs here the f- we're gonna fill two pages with this <laughs> two paragraphs. i will just sit there the whole time i wonder if their exports are ground nuts like <laughs> good times yeah. yeah let's play a game yeah let's do it yeah games cool all right so we're gonna play a little game that we call haunt mary kill nice fun spooky so uh who would like to go first um i'll go first okay because this is topical okay um okay guys haunt mary kill george orwell orson wells or (laughs) king henry the sixth what was king henry the sixth known for he Uh, created eaton college (laughs) okay he's also the king of france (laughs) interestingly enough but eaton college is in the uk Yes. Well, he was the king of uh, Ireland, which is just, they just conquered it and they made it up. And then he was the king of England. And then through marriage and then conquest, he also became king of France. Wow. I'm real torn on whether I want to marry him or kill him. I'm going to marry him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's start. Andy, do you know? I will kill George Orwell. Fair. Because he 
is a guilty person. <laughs> yeah. He's sentenced to serve justice. He premeditated when he fucked with that <laughs> wax statue. That. Uh, I will haunt Orson Welles. Seems like he had an interesting life. Uh, in addition to being, I'm fairly certain, a fat slob. He probably had interesting eating habits. That'd be fun. Mm. Ugh. And then, uh, yeah, I guess I'll marry Henry the Sixth because I would like to see what Paris is like in the 1400s. Because <laughs> I want him to take me to Paris. That's right. <laughs> That's I awesome. mean, it was pre-America times, right? When Eaton College was found. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I would, I would marry King Henry because that would mean I would be a queen. Yeah, most yeah. eligible. What I deserve, bachelor. Yeah, you do. I would definitely haunt. I would haunt George Orwell because. Like Andy said, he's guilty, but I would have, like, I really want to give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I guess I have to kill Orson Welles, which... Oh, you're thinking of haunting like that. I just think I'm, like, spookily just sort of, like, hanging out and watching. I'm not, oh, like, I'm not walking past them in a hallway at two in the morning or anything like that. I'll play tricks. I'm going to play... say, if I'm haunting anybody, you're playing I'll tricks. tricks. Yeah. Does that change your answer? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. I would, you? I would probably marry George Orwell because he's a black magic sorcerer. Okay. And I appreciate that. He'd help... Get revenge on your enemies. <laughs> yeah. your, your entire make me better at comedy, George Orwell. <laughs> your entire marriage is just you going like, man, we would have never been together if I did more of this when I was in seventh grade. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have needed you, George Orwell. And then, uh, okay, so marry George Orwell. I think I want to haunt King Henry because I think there'd be some badass literature wrote about me if I did. Just like the woman, she haunts me. That's what I imagine. And then kill Orson Welles because I don't want to see him eat. After your description mm-hmm. of that, I was like, Ugh. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I am, I'm not. Also, War of the Worlds uh, made me cry, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the one with Tom Cruise? Or the yeah. One? <laughs> <laughs> I was way too old. Uh, but the noise, even that, like, like, that the aliens do to this day puts the fear of God in me. Like, I can't hear that sound. Mm. Do you know what sound I'm talking about? I'm just going to file that one away to torture you with later. No, I hate it. It actually, like, makes me sweaty. It's like, a little bit like the teacup sound in Get Out, where it's, like, yeah. a memorable sound that, like, is stuck in your brain just, forever. Just, yeah, tingles, fine tingles. Did you see Get Out? No. Okay. The new movie, Us, I just saw it. Great I movie. I saw it, too. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about so that. So good. But the new thing for Jordan Kill's company, Monkey Paw, it's, it's so yeah, good. It's this little, like, you know how they play the trailer of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has, like, the, the sound from Get Out. It's from the floating monkey moment. paw, like, turning the... Well, he, he doesn't yeah. know But anyway, it's this yeah. one specific sound, and, like, when it's I... Horrible. I, like, was already set on edge, like, huh? during the the pre-preview production company Agreed. trailer. Yeah, yeah I'm never, scary. never gonna watch it. These are all scary movies. I just explained to you guys, like, I'm 33 and still afraid of the dark. Like, <laughs> definitely not going into a dark theater to watch a scary movie. Well, I'm so <laughs> grateful for Peel because it's the only scary movies Dan will watch. Oh, nice. So, yeah. he took me to the movies this weekend. Nice. How romantic. I know. Um, well, I love scary movies, but Dan is just like, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> it's fun. Oh, it's that's, so fun. I thought he was going to, why do you do this to me? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. But now I, I actually, like, he doesn't like them so much, I know not to even, like, ask. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even bother him with it anymore. But it was pretty funny. It's okay. Us it was, was pretty funny. funny. Yeah. It was. And I saw some people were, like, put off by that, but I, as, as a comedian that loves horror, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved every joke that he, because he put jokes in it. Yeah. At the weirdest times. Like, they didn't even, they were, like, really high-tension, scary parts, and then there was a joke. Right? Yeah. So it, was, it was great. Cool. That's yeah. good. We should have made our hot Mary kills without Jordan Peele. <laughs> uh, Mary, Mary, Mary. <laughs> Do you want to go next? Uh, sure. So my haunt Mary kill is uh, the Branch Davidians, the Jehovah's Witnesses, <laughs> and then uh, the Moonies. <laughs> I don't know any. Who are the Moonies or the Goonies? The Moonies. They're the Korean doomsday cult. So it's just three doomsday cults. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, doomsday I was, cults. I know. Isn't Om Shinrikyo the Japanese one? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, the Branch Davidians. I don't know them either. Uh, Waco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you say? Waco. Waco? Okay. But the Jehovah Witnesses are just a religion, or are they a nah, doomsday cult? They're a doomsday cult. But they're, okay. they're, they're what happens after a doomsday, doomsday cult, cult goes, all right, doomsday is this day, and then it happens, and then everyone's like, all right, we did the math wrong. It's in three years, and then another hundred years almost passes mm. so that's what happens with that so they were like i think it was like the 40s mm-hmm. or 30s that they were like this is the time and also they're like one removed from the branch davidians in oh, terms yeah, of like how right. oh, I didn't yeah know that. yeah i mean 
I guess I'd want to haunt the Jehovah's Witnesses because then I would get to see the future because they're still, mm. like, a pretty active group. Although I did hear, I forget which podcast it was, but that, I guess, like, things are still going on with the Branch Davidians now. Uh, I don't know. Really? I thought, I, I don't know. I mean, most of them were blown People up. People are, like, showing back up on the compound. Oh, really? That's what I've heard. So that's I guess that was horrifying. So, that, well, that's that's been going on for a while, but that's like that whole uh, like the guys that are like Alex early '90s, like Alex Jones, Ruby Ridge, mm-hmm. people like the conspiracy theories. They've been going there forever mm-hmm. for like meetups and stuff. Was uh was it Luther or John Ronson? John Ronson went there in the '90s mm. to meet a bunch of them with uh, the guy from Ruby Ridge. Okay, that's crazy. But that's that's nuts at the not. The different religious scary people yeah. are going back there now instead of the conspiracy scary people. Yeah. I would say I would haunt the Jehovah's Witnesses. I would have to kill the British Davidians again. <laughs> I feel like I would want to marry the Korean cult because I'm a big fan of Korean skincare. And I just want <laughs> access to that regularly. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much... Other than the information you gave now, I don't know enough about them. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling what you did. I think I would haunt the Branch Davidians. Because I would love to see if they're already being haunted by the the other ones. But you'd have to be a ghost in Texas. (sighs) I just want to point that out. That's a good point. It's true. You spend eternity in Texas. However, they did mutate after the original, like, later the split them off died. His wife took over, and then she took, like, a, a young, like, 20-something toy boy. Yeah, uh, I'm going to haunt that. And then they just became a sex cult after that. Mm. A sex team cult. Oh, man. I was going to say I want to watch it for the drama. But, like, and you ended by saying like a not-pedophile sex cult. So it's, like, yeah, still, above board. still very problematic. <laughs> good, but, good. But less problematic than yeah, they could But be. if you had no context and you're watching, you'd be like, this is fine. I think that sounds okay, watching real-life porn as a yeah, ghost. I think mm. I, would, I would haunt them just yeah. to watch the drama because there's got to be a lot of drama in yeah there. i think i would marry the korean this is hard because they're all so terrible <laughs> bad. i'm like ah you get to be a white princess in korea <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean i also like i think the food would be better than jehovah's witness food mm. yeah i think i'd marry the korean cult and kill the Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. I don't like people knocking on my door. It scares the <laughs> shit mm-hmm. out of me. So if they could just not do that. Yeah. Because I, they're dead. That'd be great. I'm going to haunt the Jehovah's Witnesses because they've actually been haunting my house all fucking See? weekends. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's terrible. Last night during the NCAA wrestling finals. Oh, how dare they. <laughs> yeah, I'm so mad. The and then I'm going to uh, have to uh, marry the Branch Davidians. Because, mm-hmm. you know... All the sex, why yeah. not? Oh, uh, but mo- most, mo- but yeah. mo- but mostly so that I can uh, that I can kill the Moonies mm. because this is a not so known fact. They tried very hard when he was uh, like twenty to recruit uh, Joe Rogan, my Lord and Savior. Oh wow! <laughs> he was wow. Sam should have a conversation. Yeah. The, the savior of white comedians that and then do pull ups. Joe was like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna make my own cult." Uh, they were big in the eighties. They're okay. they're much smaller. They're like a little like Scientology, where they're like, mm. "We're so huge," but if you like look at the actual numbers, they're like, "We've got like millions," and it's like you got like 10,000 around the world. People still out of eight billion though. Yeah, I guess. The movies still too many. For me to be comfortable. I want to see it. a parody movie of this cult called The Moonies. The Moonies. Got yeah. after the Goonies. It mm-hmm. needs it needs like a scarier name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Moonies. Uh, I'll go last. So for my haunt, Mary Kill. Uh, at first we were gonna do something related to hit clips, but then I changed my mind. <laughs> That's okay. Because I just learned that a hit clip <laughs> of different songs. <laughs> It was going to be different bands that you would have hit clips of. But... A hit clip of Smash Mouth. A hit clip <laughs> of No Doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But now, because I just learned that Andy has gone on Reddit for the first time ever uh-huh. for this podcast. Reddit, Twitter, Amazon. Ooh. Ooh. Haunt, Mary kill. Reddit, Twitter, Amazon. I'm going to marry Amazon, because I think that means that I am now Mrs. Jeff Bezos. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll take half that what's left of that fortune half of the half that's left yeah, yeah. And just look at him every night as i fall asleep like i know you have all my personal information you better not do anything with it because i'll cut your dick off <laughs> uh i will haunt reddit mm-hmm. uh because you know it's new and twitter's everyone knows what the fuck twitter is twitter just sucks it's so hard 
So I guess I will kill. I will kill uh, Quitter and uh, was that was Twitter one or did I just lose my mind there? For no, 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 you're tw- it was yeah. Twitter and Amazon. I'll kill Twitter, and by that I wow. mean you, Jack. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I would kill Amazon, um, because Jeff Bezos kind of sucks. And he's getting there, but fuck it. <laughs> like, I just, like, I don't know. Also, I'm a big fan of Nick Cupsey, so doing him a solid. Oh, is Amazon crushing him? No, well, he he doesn't like Amazon because he works for the Postal Service. Ah. Shout out Nick Cupsey. I'm killing Amazon for you. And then I would haunt Reddit, just so I could, like, scare shitty yeah. dudes. Topically, there's just so much there to check out. I think actually that should be what it's called when you go on Reddit. You're not on Reddit, you're just haunting it. You're haunting it, yeah. You're just making it a worse place. I mean, um, they call it lurking when you read yeah. and don't post. Oh, so really? Basically, yeah. They call it lurking. Lurkers should be called haunting. Yeah, I mean, if you're alive, you're basically, like, lurking is the haunting of being alive. Of being yeah. alive, that's mm-hmm. so true. You're just a lurker. You're just, mm-hmm. like, pre-haunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'd marry Twitter because Twitter makes me happy. Oh, nice. And it's funny, and I like funny things. As a cost, I would marry Amazon because it just means all of your needs could be fulfilled mm-hmm. right one click. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Kindle, there's all the movies, there's music. It's very true. So you have like everything you need. I'd be okay with killing Reddit. Like yeah, there'll be another kind. There'll be another Reddit. Like always. In, yeah, I would definitely haunt Twitter because. Twitter, I don't know if it's still going on, but they're archiving all of the tweets in the National <gasps> Library, or just, they were. Just the verified people now. There's just so much data. They stopped, like, years ago. But they did do it for a bit. For a while, yeah. Yeah. So, That's you know, crazy. Anytime somebody in the future wants to access Twitter, then you're like, mm-hmm. you're there. Yeah. <laughs> and you That's, just appear. That's awesome. Yeah. At the, so you'd be at the archives just spooking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I'm just here spooking. I'm just spooking, you know. <laughs> Let's do some plugs and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, sounds good. Hey guys, you can follow me on Instagram at the Andy Lame. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andy Lame Two. Shows uh, April twentieth. I'll be at my in-laws' house for Passover Ooh. Uh, because I got not a lot going on right now. Uh, May second, I'm at a Gorilla Brewing in Wilmington. Uh, that'll be cool. That's a Thursday. I come out to that. It's free. They got pizza. I think I'm doing twenty. So. Ooh, cool. Nice. That's awesome. I love that show. It's yeah. A great show. That is a fun show. Cool. Okay. If you want to check me out, my sketch team, Tiny Arson, has a bunch of shows in May. They're going to be at Philly Improv Theater. They're May 3rd, 4th, 10th, and 11th. I have stuff coming up, but most importantly, my sketch team, Cups and a Half, we have our show at Philly Improv Theater the 24th and the 25th of May. The 25th is a very important live taping that we're doing mm. yeah so we're trying to pack that audience we're bringing <laughs> drinks and snacks so cool. more information you know we have it around heck yeah okay and don't forget to te- check our show notes for more information find us at the places you get podcasts visit our website to check out more show notes at realchillspodcast.com Special thanks to Libby Rindell for doing our show artwork. Audio help by Sam Williamson. Follow us on Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. Got a spooky story of your own? Maybe not your story. It could even be the one about that time your mom's friend's friend found a haunted diary at the bottom of a well. We want them all. Visit our webpage at realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Uh, sorry, your dog's trying to make out with me. And, <laughs> and um, also the microphone. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, wait, dude, you just, he just leaned back. Yeah, that's what he does. That's. Do you want us to stop? <laughs>